Yo, it's the circuit. We're doing 1999 rap rankings today. I'm joined by Graham Radio. We're finally doing it, man. We're here. Dude, yes. I'm so excited, man. I'm actually so excited. <laughs> <laughs> We're two giddy guys, just like everyone was giddy for <laughs> Limb Biscuit in 1999 or yes. internet chat rooms those were the big huge things for all white guys in 1999 and you know i'm really excited to give my opinion and i i want to tell you why man like every day here i'm engulfed in hip-hop culture and all day long people are talking to me about like uh what's going on in in rap culture so dude like i feel like i am in hip-hop culture so Bro, I got I I have some opinions today, dude. I'm bro, I'm ready. Let's go. Guys, if you haven't already, check out check out <laughs> Graham Radio. It's got a bunch of great discourse on music, music history. Dude, That's what we're gonna get into today. And dude, we we just have fun, bro. We just have fun. Dude, I gotta have you on the pod soon, man. We gotta do a crossover. We were just talking about our favorite. Dude, a little podcast. yeah, a little bit of that podcast cross-pollination. Yeah. Um <laughs> My favorite crossover all, all time, Jimmy Neutron, Timmy Turner, uh, <laughs> from back in the day. But really, the, the best crossover of all time Dude. spurred in 1999, Dr. Dre and Eminem. That's where we'll start at one seed, <laughs> Dr. Okay. Dre. We have two seed DMX. These are the 1999 rap rankings. Three right. seed Eminem, four seed Jay-Z, five seed Nas. Six seed Method Man and Red Man, and we'll start there, man. Here's my big hot take. They sold out when they did How High. Um, I mean, I like, I don't think that's really like a hot take because I don't know how many people like really dude, who thinks that, bro. Like, How High was just such a good movie, and it was like so hype that they were in it, like. And listen, I'm not going to like front and say like, oh, that was totally like my era. Like, no, I'm a little bit, that was a little bit like older than my time. But re-watching that movie on Comedy Central when I was in high school, dude, I would be like, yo, who, like, who, who, like, is, bro, remember Kid in Play? Bro, how about that hair? Bro. The thing about how high that you make a great point about is, You'd only catch it on cable TV if you like skip school or you're homesick. It was only <laughs> on in the afternoon when you were home from school. Um, and at that point, it was just like edited terribly for television. That's actually so accurate. That's a- that is so accurate. The thing about Method Man and Red Man was they had such a pedigree in the late 1990s. They were all over BET, they were all over MTV. Their debut album, Blackout, debuted with 254,000 copies first week. So they were searing hot, searing hot at this time in 1999. Oh, yeah. But you oh, get, yeah. You get to how high, and I think it's one of the first times you see, like, street guys really sell out. It's like when Ice Cube did Are We There Yet? You know, um, you just... You can't but but the, hold up, but, but are, are We There Yet is a family-friendly movie. How High is far from a family-friendly movie. Like, if Ice... if like, it's almost like if Led Zeppelin started doing children's songs. That's kind of what Ice Cube did with Fair Are enough. You There Yet? But, like, like Lil Uzi Vert getting um, a jewel in his head, like, that's hard. Like, but, like, that's a new type of hard. And that's a rapper being in a dope movie. 
Fair enough. I guess that's maybe not the best comparison. That's cool. Be like but, some, but wait, was that not even in 1999? Was that in 1999? No, it was 2002, but that was just a hot. Okay, wait, but yeah. So let's talk, let's keep it 1999 though. Okay. Because like if we're talking 99. Okay. Like, well, okay. So here's what I got to say about Method Man and Red Man. Uh, great or Red Man, sorry. Great year to be like a big fucking Method Man, Red, uh, Red Man fan. It, it's almost like if you love Kanye and Jay-Z and then they make Watch the Throne. Oh my God. That's what was going down in 99 with them dropping, uh, what was it called? Blackout or The Blackout? I, Blackout I don't know. Yeah. Blackout. That's what it was like. But okay. So Dr. But comparing them to Dr. Dre in that year, like, I mean, he dropped 2001. Like, the okay. Do you know about the corn thing? The the corn thing with that with that album. Okay, that album did did not go number one. The number one album was a corn album called like Psychopath or something. Like, it, dude. Like, so it that's like the only accolade that it doesn't had. That wow, that it doesn't have. But it's just. I mean, it's two thousand one. It's it's two thousand one, dude. I love that you bring up the corn story because yeah. you might as well say Limp Bizkit still the number one spot from Dr. Dre as like being the most 1999 thing I've ever heard in my life. Like uh, the band Limp Bizkit? The band Limp Bizkit. Yeah. It's just like yeah. super 99, like corn, Limp Bizkit. Those oh yeah. That was the, that was the, that was the hot genre. dude. Let's just skip the banter. Dr. Dre is going to beat Method Man and Red Man. Right? Um, it's just such a great year to be a method man, but, but yeah, I mean, Dr. Dre beats. Yeah. Yeah. He dropped 2001. Yes. Yeah. So roses to method man and red man, but we got to go with Dre going ahead. So now we got two seed DMX going up against five seed Nas before we get into DMX, just a quick run through of Nas at the five seed. He did drop two albums in 1999, which, at that time, when you think about how long things had to get to print magazine and interviews and you weren't able to shoot things out through the internet, that's quite a feat to have two albums come out. Um, the like first, for D like DMX had two albums come out? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Album. Yeah, yeah. Like, Good point. But, but the what, thing wait, about what, what, the, Na the first Nas album, I Am, which came out in April of 99, it had the single Hate Me Now, which was probably the height of let's have a $2 million budget for a fucking rap music video and maybe blow up some cars. And like hate me now had uh, puff daddy and Nas literally hung on crucifixes. Um, they were yes. all out. Yes. And yes. Yeah, dude. And that's when like raps like at, um, at sports, uh, you know, games and shit. Um, Wait, bro, but, bro, bro, puff daddy. You know about the fucking Puff Daddy thing with the crucifixes? No. Bro, bro, that's the crucif bro, that's the crucifix thing, dude. Like they um they did the music video and Puff Daddy was in the music video yeah. um on a fucking crucifix. This was in like some this was literally in a 1999 New York article thing that that, that I read preparing for this. Like, dude, he was Puff Daddy's on a crucifix. And then Puff Daddy contacts the, like Nas's team and is like, yo, I don't want that in the music video. The music video airs. And then Puff Daddy attacked someone with a champagne bottle. I don't know who, but 
he attacked somebody with a champagne bottle. And um, this is an interesting alliance. To give you some context in 1999. Yeah, please. We also have Jay-Z on the list. Following the death of Biggie Smalls in 1997, Puff Daddy could have aligned with Jay-Z probably, but it's interesting that he executive produces this album and he also produces the Hate Me Now record. Mm-hmm. Uh, he aligns with Nas. That's, that's a very interesting choice. Now, most people consider this to be Nas selling out. Um, and selling out, like we talked about internet message boards earlier, and I'm serious, this was big of like, People talking about "quote unquote" selling out. Wait, internet? What, what internet uh, message boards? In nineteen ninety nine, people had computers at this point where they okay. had okay. chats and message boards, and this is the early, early dawns of this. I mean, um, the shooters from Columbine, which happened in nineteen ninety nine, were known to be very active on video game message boards. This is the early, early dawnings of message boards. Nas got completely trashed in 1999 for selling out with Puff Daddy for making this big record. Uh, Wasn't a great year for him, actually. Really? So, yeah. Really? Yeah, going up against yeah. DMX in the two seed. Um, I'm gonna have to go with DMX, even without. Well, a- well, hold on a second. DMX had some big problems, bro. Like he dropped that album, but he had so much legal issues, or so many legal issues. Dude, his house got raided. And he was like on like probation or some shit. Like, what the hell was? It? I, I wrote it down. I wrote it down in my notes, dude. Hold on, check, check the shit. Nobody, out. nobody cares about legal problems when you drop a Swiss Beats produced. Nah, but like that contributes to like. Was it like his? Can you really say that it was his year if he also had like all those legal issues or whatever? Like, I, eh, like I don't think so, bro. Because like that's that's hard to deal with. Like, hold up. I took a few notes here. Hold on, hold on. Oh, big thing for DMX was uh, Woodstock. Like, he performed in front of 200,000 people at Woodstock in 1999. Dude. I'm glad you brought Woodstock up because that video goes viral all the time, which you've probably seen. He, I think DMX is overall. Dude, awesome. yeah, dude. Like, wait, RIP. Like I can't believe we of, didn't even say that. Yo, rip it's like DMX. like for all of Russia or some shit, but. Uh, this is at Woodstock 1999, which was the biggest collection of like trailer trash ever. Um, what do you mean by that? What are you talking about? Not trailer trash. What are you talking about? Woodstock 1999. Go look <laughs> it up. It was a camping festival that tried to recreate the summer of love, but in retrospect, it, it was headlined by Limp Bizkit and Bush and super aggressive band. Raise against the and- machine. The Rage Against the Machine, and there were tons of sexual assaults. Uh, there were uh, the porta porta potties all got tipped over, and it was everyone was running around in shit, and they thought it was mud, and they started throwing <laughs> quote unquote mud at each other. Oh my god, that's fucked up! It was a shit show. Um, the DMX Relax, Woodstock 1999 video is a little overblown. The what 1999 video is a little what? Sorry, I missed that. The Woodstock 1999 DMX video that goes viral yeah. all the time is a little overblown. But I still have him beating Nas this year. That's just, as far as music goes, DMX had a better year. I mean, yeah, it's just like, I mean, I think DMX had a, just a crazier year. But yeah. That but counts. Yes. So we'll, yeah. we'll go DMX. Great. Okay. This is an interesting one. We okay. got three seed Eminem making his debut. 
against four seed Jay-Z. Jay-Z, easy. The Hard Knock Life Tour. That's that Jay-Z wins this whole argument because of the Hard Knock Life Tour, dude. Like, okay, we're talking about DMX. Cool. Talking about Red Man and Method Man. Jay-Z brought them on a 60-day tour, the Hard Knock Life Tour. Dude, I looked this shit up. Dude, 60 days, 47 shows. That's 13 nights off that were probably just fucking filled with traveling. Like, bro, Jay-Z put those men to work that year, bro. It was a Jay- The Hard Knock Life Tour wins. That is what wins, dude. Okay, well, this the tour I have that I think beats that tour. Um, it didn't happen in 1999, but it was based off the albums that came out in 1999, which was... We're talking about 99, though. I'm just saying. Well, oh, wait, but it was based off songs from 99. Okay, go. Okay. okay. The okay. Up in Smoke Tour. It had Eminem. Yeah, it had Dr. Yeah. Dre. It had Exhibit. It had Snoop Dogg. It had Nate Dogg. That was one of the most That's iconic true. tours of all time. And it also That's- featured... So much weed, like imagery, yeah. which was kind of ahead of its time. I mean, I guess the album's called the. Yo, yo, bro, bro, listen, listen. That's dope. That's dope. But we're talking about a tour that happened the next year. Like, okay, cool. Okay. The album was dope. The album was dope. But, but, dude, for 1999, the Hard Knock Life tour, because we're talking about 1999. Like, I, I, I gotta give it to them, bro. <laughs> but are you discounting Eminem's debut? The fact that he was yeah yeah well I mean go in on Dr. Dre beats and talk about things like killing his his wife, um, talk about certain things we had never heard before on a beat, and be super kind of smart and ironic about it. Um, whereas Jay Z's 1999 actually featured him delving a little bit more into misogynistic lyrics and you know the mafioso wait wait wait, wait, wait. sorry I'm, I'm a little bit lost my bad my bad i my bad um the wait so i'm sorry what, what were I, I just got lost my bad <laughs> oh no problem i, I just think sorry. what eminem was doing lyrically in 1999 was more provocative and groundbreaking than what jay-z was doing in 1999 um hmm. yeah yeah my name is his flow and the way he gets on that beat truthfully it was okay okay else we had ever heard before you know you do you really make a great point because i didn't consider that what i was considering was like um commercial success but i wasn't really thinking about like the growth well you know what fucks me up about giving it to Eminem? It's that, like, 1999 was a great year for him, but it wasn't his year. Like, it was, it was, a, it was a breakthrough year, but it wasn't, like, I don't know, like, when he dropped Encore or when 8 Mile came out. Like, that, those were, like, his years. But, like, I mean, 1999 was a big year for him. Big year for him, for sure. Wait, wait, so who's, who, sorry, who's he well, against? What I like is that you kind of stole my hot take for like the next round, but like you're beating me by a round two. I just think, 
ultimately why, <laughs> Wait, which one which one what was it what I, I, was I think, it i think eminem this might not be the year for him okay but facing him up one-on-one versus jay-z three versus four seed i'm more convinced that the slim shady lp it's dark content and its ability to reach the masses had more permeation through you know pop culture and society than Jay-Z in 1999. I know he had a great album as well. He, Big Pimpin' was on an album that came out of his in 1999. That's one of the fucking greatest songs of all time. It really is. It really but is. Eminem's 1999 matched up against Jay-Z's 1999. I'm going with Eminem. Uh, I got to go with Jay-Z. What, you want to you rock, paper, scissors, shoots? <laughs> well... Let's okay. rock versus the shoots. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, you know what? I'll agree with you. I'll go with Jay Z just to mix it well, up. Dude, what happens if there's? What happens if we don't agree? We're like, like we gotta like do something. I don't know. <laughs> you want to rock versus scissors shoe? Let's rock versus the shoe. Okay. Because well, like, one one, okay, let me ask you a question. question. Would you be like willing to say like I would be willing to say that it was Eminem's like? Like they they were very very close. Can we agree that that they had close years? Totally. Okay, then let's rock it out. Then let's okay. rock it out. Okay, just one, just okay, one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. One, rock. two, scissors. three. Shoot. I did. I did scissors. Oh, you're. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Good. Okay, right. we got to go again. Ready? Rock. rock paper. Paper. Scissors. scissors. Shoot. Oh, you, you got me. All right, Eminem. Scissors. He had paper. <laughs> um, I like Eminem. It's a little bit more aggressive that year. Uh, with uh, like, there's got to be a better way to do that. Like, <laughs> well, I think the the one last thing I want to say about Eminem is he dyed his hair blonde and had every single kid in America wanting to dye their hair blonde like him. Just talking about his effect on society. That I don't was, know about every kid in America. I mean, come on. Like I didn't want to eventually end up in jail. Is that what you're saying? Like every like kid from an unstable home. Uh, <laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying like, nah, like, right. come on. So for this, like, it, that, round, it, that, it, that wasn't like that, that might've been cool to dress like him, but I don't think. Nah. Yeah. I mean, the reason why, out of these next three, so we have Dr. Dre, we have DMX, and we have an Eminem. The reason why I'm going to take Eminem out of this equation first is, is everything you were just talking about. I would also say that left to his own devices, I don't know if Eminem really would have made it without Dr. Dre. That was such a huge, important cosign. And look, yeah, yeah, that was huge. Vanilla Ice broke huge ground in 1991 as a, a white rapper, but the fact that he had Dr. Dre behind him as a you know a producer, but also as just in like an image thing, yeah. did yes. so much yes. for him specifically in 1999. That you know we're going to talk about what Dr. Dre versus DMX here. Um, I'm gonna give well, off. Wait, so hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, wait. So we're saying Eminem is out because, um, because, and, and we're kicking who out? And no, we're kicking Eminem out, but we're keeping Dr. Dre, right? Yeah. So it's now the, the final matchup for the winner of 1999 is now Dr. Dre versus DMX. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's obvious. DM like, but the 
Like, I mean, not DMX. Uh, obviously, Dr. Dre. I mean, come on, 2001. Like, you dropped that. That's amazing. But it's just like, I'm, bro, I, I'm just going to say this. I wish that I won that rock, paper, scissors shoots. I'm just okay. going to say that. For I'm just going to say that. For the sake of argument, <laughs> make the argument to me that Jay-Z had a better year than Dr. Dre. Um, uh, he was just so popping. It was so lit because they were just on this crazy ass tour. Like, I'm going to say, bro, like it might've been a better year for Dr. Dre, but Jay-Z had way more fun for sure. That, that's what I got to say. The one thing I would add about Jay-Z potentially having a better 1999 than Dr. Dre is the fact that Jay-Z actually ghost wrote Still Dre for Dr. Dre, which was his first single off 2001. Is that confirmed? Is that real? That is real. Like 100% real. 100% real. Wow. Ghost wrote Still Dre. I mean, infamously, Dr. Dre never wrote any of his own. (sighs) He's not a lyric guy. He's a producer. So Jay-Z had his hand on the, the big fucking single of 2001. Isn't that crazy? How did we not bring that up earlier? Dude, I wish I knew that. I wish I knew that. I would have just, I would have said it. <laughs> well, I I, here, here's the bottom line. <laughs> yes. Dr. Dre has to win 1999. Look at these singles. Here, listen to these singles. Still Dre, which, by the way, it fe- features a co-production with Scott Storch who ended up becoming one of the best producers. Yeah. How about Scott Storch? His craziness, like yeah, seeing him with a fucking big joint in his mouth, like playing piano, like bro, that dude is bananas, man. He's a coked out Liberace. Oh, that, that is hilarious because of how accurate it is. Dr. Drake could find great talent. <laughs> his second single, which came out March, 2000 was forgot about Dre. Obviously a big, Big one with Eminem. Um, is that the one that's like, know. what's the one that's like, y'all know me, still the same OG, but I still low-key hate it. That's um, it. Is that what, the, is that, that's Forgot Dre? Yeah. That song it's, is so good. I think every, everyone needs to go through a 2001 phase. Like, oh, so oh, good. Hell yeah. This song especially was all over the radio and I always loved how they edited it on the radio back in like yeah. 2000. Like it was so chopped up. Like you could barely make out Eminem's verse at all. Like it was completely <laughs> just like beeped out. Like they'd still use like yeah. the beep at that time. Um, Dude, you know who else it's like that for? Um, like, or it wasn't the beep, but like so much cursing that when you listen to the edited version, it is so different. Lil Wayne. <laughs> like Lil Wayne, it's like, and. Yeah, because it. <laughs> Who do you think's like the worst like radio edited rapper of all time? You think it's Lil Wayne? Probably T Pain. I just <laughs> feel like he, he probably just invited it so much because his shit was all electrical. And dude, he just invited people to do that type of shit just by his genre, bro. Oh man, yeah. I, I say, hey, yeah, hey, hey. Or I, I can't do a T Pain. Yeah, buy you a drink. <laughs> yeah man my my listeners might not want you back on the podcast 
Sorry about that, guys. They might, though, and if they do, please follow Graham Radio, G-R-A-H-M. There's no ham in my name because I'm Jewish. Radio. (laughs) Oh, well, now you're spitting bars, too. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I think I got to go with Dr. Dre winning 1999. Yes, yes. Dr. Dre wins. I Woo. think that's how we got. Should I do the? Should I do the crowd? I'll do the. I'm gonna do the crowd. Dr. Dre wins. <laughs> no, it's been fun having you, man. We're definitely gonna have you back on the podcast. Um, and yeah, amazing. Shout out the socials anymore. Um, so so, yeah. Check out. Uh, uh, what's up? I'm Graham Radio. Hi, I'm looking in the camera now. I'm Graham Radio. And you should check me out. But before you check me out, you should listen to all of the Cooler Times podcast, everything, everything that's got what's going on, or the circuit, all of the circuit. I'm going to re-say that. You got to edit that. Make sure you check out, make sure you check out all of the circuit. All right. Because man. shit's lit. Fucking, this guy's a cross promoter over here. Well, love it, man. 1999 belongs to Dr. Dre. And maybe we're even going to smoke some chronic later on. Good seeing you, man. I I love it, dude. I'll see you for 91, boy. Boy.